Hello and welcome to Crypto Cafe with Randy Zuckerberg. I'm your host, Randy, and in this cafe, we embrace newcomers and experts alike to all things Web3, AI, Metaverse, crypto, tech disruption, you name it. I'm thrilled to bring you a special guest episode today on an important and relevant topic, which is artificial intelligence in art and Web3. We'll explore use cases for artificial intelligence, the role of AI in art, the evolving tech, how it's transforming everything about our world. And uh, definitely, if you want to dive deeper into this topic, we have tons of content on Hug, the Hug.xyz, which is the most inclusive destination for blockchain curious artists and art lovers to connect like never before. Hug's mission is to democratize access to art through technology and education and to get free resources and news on trending creator topics delivered straight to your inbox. Subscribe to Hug's weekly newsletter, Creator Royalties. The link is in the show notes and you can find it there. With that, I'm so excited to introduce my special guest for today, an artist that we are so enamored with at Hug and just uh, really one of the incredible talents of uh, of this generation. Claire Silver is an AI collaborative artist and a leading figure in the AI art movement. Claire has become well-known for the unique way she uses artificial intelligence to make art, and her work looks at a wide range of topics such as vulnerability, trauma, and social order. Claire's work can be found everywhere in the permanent collection of the L.A. County Museum of Art. It's been sold at Sotheby's and Christie's and exhibited in galleries around the world. Claire, thanks so much for joining me today. Wow, thank you so much for the the warm welcome, Randy. I'm happy to be here. It's uh, it's a really a pleasure. I mean, gosh, we've been talking so much about you and all of the exciting things that you're doing, and uh, it, it's really a pleasure to actually get to chat um, in person like this. Uh, so, first of all, what what was your aha moment that got you so excited about AI? Oh gosh, that's a tough one. Well, so briefly. Um, I had a prior career, uh, but then I was hit with a chronic life-changing illness, and so I couldn't work anymore. Uh, So I spent a lot of time online, and I taught myself to paint in pure boredom, essentially. Um, And eventually, I watched this television show you may be familiar with, Westworld. (laughs) Yes, a lot of people watched that one, yep. And uh, I became just absolutely obsessed with the idea of a future where AI had solved for illnesses like mine, um, and what kind of the species would look like without these these uh, evils, so to speak, that have plagued our species for, for all of time. Um, and so I was searching online for art, uh, which I was very interested in at the time, and AI, and I found a website that it just came out that was an accessible, no code, no specialized knowledge required way to make art with AI. Gosh, I must have made 30 or 40,000 pieces in the first week. It was like, I didn't sleep, I didn't eat, I didn't do anything. I was obsessed and I fell in love with it. And I wasn't sure if anyone would see in it what I did, Um, but I started posting them uh, online shortly after, made my social media profile for the first time and uh, shared them. And people began to, you know, take an interest in learning more. So it's kind of gone from there. It's really exciting. First of all, I feel like that's the the biggest advertisement for Westworld that I've ever heard that like inspired <laughs> one of the greatest artists of our generation Aww. from from a, a show. So they should be uh, giving you royalties for that. Oh my goodness! Um, what I'm curious, what are some of the biggest misconceptions out there that you encounter about how AI works, or like people who automatically jump into the negative of of AI because of the yeah. news? Like, how do you deal with that? Yeah, so the biggest misconception that I come up against is that it's theft, 
right? It's that it takes uh, chunks of art uh, and kind of collages them together into this hodgepodge and then it gives you uh, a piece. And that's just not how it works at all. How it works is that it learns traits about things that it's taught. Uh, and then it takes those traits and it imagines as far as a non-sentient uh, AI can imagine something new from what it's learned. So for example, um, if I'm making a, a piece and I have Sargent in a, in a text to image prompt, the artist Sargent, it doesn't take pieces of Sargent and kind of together into uh, my cyberpunk, you know, concept art. It doesn't do that. What it does is it says, okay, Sargent often paints figures. Figures are people. People have two hands. Hands have five fingers. And Sargent often paints them with this quality of brushstroke or this sort of lighting. I'm going to take all of that that I've learned and then imagine something new from that. Um, that may be a fine line for a lot of people. Morally, for me, it's very clear because I feel like that's how our minds work. We take influence from everything around us. We combine the things that move us and we create something new from what we've learned. It's it's very similar to us. Mm, for sure. And where do you think we're going? I mean, in some respects, it's, it's mind boggling how far we've already come with AI and, and generative art. But uh, I, I feel like we're we're infants in this space, really. Um, so what are, what are you excited about for the future? Oh, I mean, a million things. Um, I'm excited about the possibility of someone in their basement bedroom creating a full film by themselves in their mm -hmm. vision without having to do, you know, checks for what the audience will think and go by corporate kind of processes, being able to bring their artistic vision to life by themselves. And that's going to be true in music. It's already beginning to be true in music, in literature, in video games, interactive experiences, in art, obviously. Um, and then outside of even the creative sort of realms, I can give you a couple examples. I saw an article recently about uh, using an AI to read brain scans from MRIs, um, and it's able to reconstruct the images that people were thinking of um, when they were in the MRI. So if they're picturing a lighthouse, it's able to reconstruct a lighthouse. And so Obviously, there's some terrifying things that can come from that. There are also some incredible things. Think about having your dreams be able to be experienced and recorded and kept and, and iterated on. Mm -hmm. Another example of something I'm excited about, there is a pod of whales off the coast of Portugal that scientists have found um, have a language that's evolved beyond just survival needs. They have social kind of sounds and interactions. And so they've been recording those and feeding them to a large language model AI and are slowly kind of decoding it and think that they'll be able to use it to not only understand how the whales are communicating, but to speak back, which is so sci-fi and so crazy, but we're wow. right on the cusp of that happening. So I think it's going to transform everything. It's a homo sapiens sapiens moment for our species. It's going to change everything forever. <laughs> Absolutely. You start to think about all of these fields that have just been so unknown to us, like you said, like the human brain and dreaming mm -hmm. and uh, and what we can unlock. And and on the movie side, I think that's so exciting. Quite frankly, I'm ready to hear about any movie that isn't Barbie right now. So, like, just can can, can anyone in their basement just come up with any movie that isn't that? They're getting um, there. <laughs> um, and I know, Claire, that you've gotten really excited about the intersection between generative art and fashion. Um, and uh, we were just chatting about how excited we are about a, a partnership that you're doing with Gucci and Christie's. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about what you're dreaming up and thinking in that space. I was just in Tokyo and I was super inspired by Harajuku fashion and I heard about this opportunity with Gucci, such an honor, it was incredible. And so I wanted to bring in Harajuku fashion, um, Tokyo fashion, 
into sort of the Gucci's iconic Grace Kelly floral style, um, bringing in these different sort of bohemian elements. But I'm not from uh, Shibuya, not from Tokyo. And so I asked Emi Kusano, who is a Shibuya native and a child of Harajuku culture, to uh, come in and help me um, make sure the vision was sort of pure in doing that. And so we collabed together on this on this piece. Um, a lot of my work, I just do simple text to image prompt. I feel like there's uh, a purity in that that's really beautiful. It's almost like haiku. But for this particularly, I took a really involved approach. So it was um, Emmy and I came up with concepts that combined Gucci and Harajuku and some sort of futuristic cyberpunk stuff into AI art. Then we took that AI art and we broke it down into bits and pieces, bits and bobs, and made a collage from that. Then that abstract collage became a carving tool for digital clay, for 3D clay. And so we used that to carve the corset and the patterns of the skirt and the, the neck piece and everything out of the clay from this AI carving tool of this collaged pattern. Then after that, the collage pattern went onto a 3D material, which works like a digital textile. So this was all the colors and the textures and the fabric threads and all of that went on to the skirt that was just sculpted, the corset that was just sculpted. And then once all of that was done, then it was rendered and it became a wearable. Uh, so it's a video and a wearable so that in metaverse you could wear this outfit um, and in addition we've got 50 yards of physical fabric that mirrors the embroidered uh, pattern we made with AI so theoretically they could make it physically as well. It's uh, truly incredible and uh, kudos to you on that. We're here in the Crypto Cafe with Claire Silver, an AI collaborative artist and leading figure in the AI art movement. And uh, Claire, I'm really excited for a new segment that we're introducing this week where an emerging artist gets to ask our guests a question. Uh, for anyone out there listening, if you're interested in asking a question and getting mentored live in the future, make sure you follow Hug on social media. The link is in the show notes and you could have the opportunity to chat uh, live with, with one of the greatest artists here on the show. So with that, I'm thrilled to welcome The Fire, who's an artist and designer who has always had a passion for art in all forms, from illustrations to photography. The Fire has always been drawn to the creative process and the ability to express herself through visual mediums. Her main focus is Afrocentric and Afrofuturistic, specializing in portraits, beauty, and excellence. Uh, welcome, The Fire, to Hello. the show. It's so great to have you. First, before we get into your question, um, where can people uh, connect with you and see your art? Uh, like, where should we be directing everyone? Well, of course, go to Hug. Everyone Ooh. should go to Hug. Um, <laughs> uh, that's my plug there, um, because I, I will be honest, um, Hug has given me an opportunity to uh, share a lot of my work in a nice, organized manner, uh, but also be able to um, participate in open calls and, and just you know, meet and meet and greet other people and other artists in the, the space. Um, very, very awesome community um, that, you know, others are not technically like that. So I, I really do like the hug community. Um, it's given me a space to be free to share a lot of the Afrocentric, Afro uh, futuristic styles that I'm really into. Amazing. Well, definitely encourage everyone to check out The Fire, and that's F-Y-R-E. Um, so what is your question or uh, topic that you'd like to, to chat about with Claire? Well, first and foremost, Claire, it is an honor to talk to you. I was like, oh my gosh, I follow you, and I think you're simply amazing. 
Um, and I, my question is, what motivates you to share, continue to share your style uh, with others, but, you know, continuing to um, create the amazing work that you're doing? Um, how do you keep collaboration separate from your actual uh, portfolio? Mm, yeah, question. thank you. That's a, that's a very kind welcome. Very nice to meet you. Um, I, so for, first of all, I, I treat Twitter sort of like my diary and I just kind of freely share things um, daily as I go along without thinking too much about it. That's, that's kept me from any traps of worrying about uh, showing too much or, or digital scarcity that's non-minted, of course. Um, as for how I keep collabs separate from my uh, kind of uh, singular style and, and all of that, you know, I haven't really put too much thought into it. Um, I value scarcity in my one-of-ones. I have done some additions and some uh, collaborations and, and things like that. And I, I try to just be thoughtful about how often I do those and uh, how much creative control I have. I'm generally not good at group projects. There are rare exceptions like this one with Emi Kusano. Um, but I'm, I'm pretty... Uh, unless it's something that I'm very excited uh, about doing, I try to kind of hold off on it. Um, and how I kind of just keep uh, keep it going, as you were talking about, is I'm just fascinated. Like if I could sum myself up in one word, it would be fascinated. Um, so it never gets old for me and seeing others try things with what I share and, and sort of remix the styles and be inspired by things never gets old either. So um, yeah, it's soul food. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Thank you so much. That's amazing. Thank you, um, thank you so much to The Fire. Uh, definitely encourage everyone to go check out uh, The Fire's portfolio on Hug. And uh, we can't wait to check back in with you and have you as a main guest on the show in the future. So thanks so much for that. Thank you. Um, Claire, one thing I, I did want to get into a little bit is kind of um, anonymity in the space as an artist. Um, a lot of artists choose to be anonymous in the space. Uh, what what do you, what have you liked about that? What do you think are some of the challenges of being an anonymous artist? Yeah, it's actually really important to me. So I'm, I appreciate that you that you brought this up. I, I think in this space, there's a culture of anonymity um, that comes from maybe forums and, and sort of earlier web things that led into Web3. Um, it's this idea that your thoughts, your ideas are what matter, not your name or your face, or your status, or your job, or it's, it's kind of this uh, egalitarian sort of idea where anyone can relate to you um, based on your mind. So there's a lot less baggage there. And I love that. Um, but there's also the issue of safety. I know that you've fought against um, anonymity in some circumstances for safety reason for cyberbullying. Um, and I think that's really admirable and I really respect where that comes from. Um, but sort of from a different side of things on my side, you need the internet to function in today's world, especially if you're an artist selling your work online, right? Um, but even job applications require like some social media references or LinkedIn, or et cetera. And you know, people living under authoritarian governments, people with violent ex-partners, people dealing with stalking, they all kind of depend on the assurance of privacy to be able to just exist online safely, which is kind of the world now. Um, so without going into detail, specifically because I need to remain anonymous, I'm someone who was not able to participate in social media because of a situation mm -hmm. a lot of people, perhaps particularly a lot of women, uh, deal with. Yeah. So that was very isolating. It lasted years um, and it could happen again, right? Uh, I, I don't have control of that. So anonymity mm -hmm. allows me to have a life and live my life without that fear. 
um, and data privacy is really central to that. So I do worry that as we're becoming more digital and as machine learning requires more data, um, that it's imperative that people like me aren't left behind in that world. Um, so I appreciate that you asked about that. It's very important to me. Yes, and I I really appreciate that extremely thoughtful answer. And um, I think you're right. There are you know even though uh, a, a lot of my thinking has been mostly focused around children um, and digital, um, uh, there are absolutely so many situations where um, anonymity is crucial to people's safety and and success. And I, I really appreciate that. And I really um, admire and respect you for being able to to rise above that. Um, Claire, I, I'm, you know, it can feel really overwhelming, I think, for newcomers into the AI space. Uh, do you have any advice to get started? Any kind of, what are some kind of beginner ways to start um, dipping one's toe into AI? Yeah, absolutely. I love this topic. Um, so, the most sort of friendly way, I think, to start is with a website like uh, midjourney.com. There's also uh, Dream Studio. It's beta.dreamstudio.ai. Um, that's Stable Diffusion. So those are a couple of different text-to-image AI platforms where you can just type and it will return images to you. Um, in the beginning, you're going to love everything that you get. Uh, then you'll pretty quickly become bored. And at that point, that's your cue to start pushing it, right? So you can either push it by, um, like when I prompt, I'm not just typing, I want a cat in a house, right? I want um, my favorite lyrics, uh, bits of poetry from my favorite books, uh, my own diary entries. I want memories, colors, uh, film pieces. I want everything combined into one prompt mm -hmm. so that what comes out is kind of an amalgamation of who I am. It's my taste. It's my artist signature as me. And so once you find that, it's exhilarating in a way that is very hard to put down. And it acts as a through line uh, in everything you make from then on, no matter what it is uh, stylistically, you have that kind of through line of view, right? Um, once you've kind of gotten through dipping your toes in text to image AI like that, there's so many. Runway ML is text to video, so you can start making uh, snippets of film and piecing them together. There's a company I really love called Ava, A-I-V-A, um, that's music. And so you can feed it all of your favorite music. And again, just like the art does not take bits, it imagines something new from what it's learned. So you can combine jazz and industrial and classical and all of these different things that you love into one thing that's new uh, and then remix it yourself. Um, there's text to 3D coming very rapidly as well. Um, so I think, yeah, I would say start with uh, either Stable Diffusion or Midjourney. Uh, it's easy. And then after that, kind of go where your interest takes you. It's a rabbit hole that is as deep as you want it to be. It's absolutely incredible. Claire, in our final few minutes together, um, you inspire so many people, but who inspires you? Where do you draw your influence from? Oh, man. So as far as artistic influence, I love Waterhouse for his powerful kind of centralized, non-sexualized women. Uh, I love the way that that is. Gottfried Helmwein has this moody kind of color field glow in his work, like Rothko, like Rothko's work um, that speaks to me in a way. Uh, I love David Fincher and Aaron Sorkin films, huge fan, Trent Reznor, um, his music, uh, especially the instrumental uh, sort of soundtrack film scores. I make a lot of work to that, Philip Glass as well. As far as people, I'm very inspired by 
Well, first of all, there's a man named Mr. 703 um, who initially gave me my CryptoPunks back in 2018 when they were about 10 cents. Um, and he supported my journey this entire way. He was one of my first collectors of my AI work and, and really encouraged me. Um, so that's someone that I really look up to as well. But honestly, the AI community inspires me in large part, um, seeing artists come in all the time and start to innovate and push the boundaries in ways that I wouldn't have thought of. Um, they're becoming they're becoming my friends and my heroes, if that makes sense. I, I draw a ton of inspiration from from them. It's so wonderful. Claire, where can people go to connect with you and uh, anything exciting that you have coming up in the immediate future that we should be keeping our eyes on? So my Twitter is ClaireSilver12. It's ClaireSilver12, the number, not spelled out 12. Um, and I post pretty much exclusively on Twitter right now. I am going to be expanding to Instagram um, soon. Uh, I also have my website, ClaireSilver.com. Um, and you can find pretty much everything between those two. I have all of my work linked um, in my Twitter bio. As for upcoming stuff that's happening besides the Gucci and Christie's uh, exhibition and auction, in September, I'll be doing a TED Talk uh, mm. as the first anonymous speaker ever to speak at a TED Talk, which Amazing. is really exciting, uh, at London. Um, so if you would like to tune in for that, I will be very nervous and would love to have you there. <laughs> Incredible. Claire, you have just inspired all of us. Thank you for being on the cutting edge of just, I think, one of the most exciting Renaissance times for art and technology uh, meeting. And I'm very, very delighted to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's been an honor. That was Claire Silver, AI collaborative artist. If you want to learn more about all things AI, we have tons of content, resources, news, education for you. Uh, you can find all of that on trending creator topics delivered straight to your inbox. All you have to do is subscribe to Hug's weekly newsletter, Creator Royalties. It's The link is in the show notes, so very easy to get. It's also creatorroyalties.beehive.com. Tune in next week for a brand new episode of What You Need to Know in the Crypto Cafe with Randy Zuckerberg and my incredible Hug contributors, where we cover the latest trending news in the creator space in 10-ish minutes or less. Stay tuned for more special guest features in the Crypto Cafe. I'm Randy Zuckerberg, and it's been a delight to chat with you today.